0: Yo, what is going on, Cover Seven family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover Seven with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, I'm super excited to announce that I'm joined by 2023 wide receiver Raiden Brown. Raiden, thank you for coming on today, my guy. I look forward to definitely learning a little bit more about you. Well, oh, definitely, was definitely happy to be on. Yeah, I appreciate you. And, you know, Raiden, real quick, before we do start talking a little bit about, you know, your college recruitment, high school career, and, you know, all those things. You know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, you know, some of the little details we may not know about you.
1: All right. Uh, so, 16 years old, 16 years old, senior, born and raised in Long Beach, you feel me? Um, I was originally at St. John Bosco for three years from my freshman to junior year, and then I transferred to Long Beach Poly to end off my senior year. I've been playing football since I was, ever since I came out, I started walking, had a ball in my hand. So uh, really just football has been my whole life really. and. You know, I can't see anything without it,
0: so. so. Hey, I got you, absolutely. Now, Raiden, when you did first start playing football, you know, what was your, like, earliest position that you do remember playing? Had you always been a wide receiver, or were you kind of like a Swiss Army knife?
1: Nah, I literally, my only position was quarterback, because, you know, that was, you know, at, at that time at youth football, that was just, like, the most hyped up, and, like, it was just the position that I fitted the most, especially the leadership role um I watched people like Marcus Mariota from Oregon um yeah literally just him you know he was kind of like my inspiration to be a quarterback so I mean like I just play quarterback that's really all I played you know? hey no
0: hey absolutely I got you and I can you kind of just answered the next question I was about to ask you and you know you being a SoCal kid and everything like that you know growing up did you have a favorite college football team which I think you pretty much answered it but you know for you personally you know what was kind of your favorite team growing up
1: so Oregon you feel me uh Ever since I was little, I'd always, you know, record the Oregon Doug football games and then just play it on replay. Like literally, Oregon was like
0: my dream school. So, hey, I got you. Can't lie though; those uniforms, they definitely were definitely a huge factor oh, yeah. too and why you like them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was I got a you. Bag factor and like the the amount of talent that they had at that time, it was just un- unbelievable. So, dude.
0: Yeah. No, I got you. Absolutely. And also, too, you can't you can't forget, you know, pl- actually playing. I don't know if you did, but did you ever play any of like NCAA 14 and all that? Oh, yeah, for sure. OK, I was about to say I was about to say, you know, buying all the uniform packs and everything like I'm that. To buy, them a, them. <laughs> no, I got you. So that's cool. Though. So you grew up like at Marcus Mariota, the up tempo West Coast style of offense and everything like that. So really? was that kind of I don't want to say one of your main factors. But was that definitely a major factor into why you love football as much as you do today?
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. It was just you know, the excitement and really just being like with your brothers and just being hyped and playing the sport that you love for. Like I find, I find real joy in playing football. So
0: hey, absolutely, I got you, I got you, Raiden. So so if you don't mind, also too, I wanted to ask you is, did you play any other sports when you were growing up, or was it literally just strictly football?
1: No, I played. Uh, I played tennis, baseball,
0: um, basketball, track. Anything you can think of, but soccer. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, so you played a little bit of tennis, played a little bit of basketball, yeah. baseball. You know, yeah. playing all of those sports at such a young age. You know, you got you take you you take a few things away from each sport. So, for you, you know, how did you kind of take away some of the little uh, details and you know technical technicalities in each like sport, and how did you kind of use them to your advantage playing football? Because obviously, footwork's huge and everything like that. But for yeah. you, you know, what were some things that you took away?
1: So, really, the main thing I took away especially the uh, receiver position basketball, you know, everything's really a, you know, a crossover. So really it's like, it, it really helped me with my elusiveness and like getting open in routes and getting off the press and releases. Basketball was a huge factor cause you know, anything like any release that you do is basically a crossover. And if you master that, or if you're good at basketball, you're going to be a good receiver. So I just really took away, you know, just the handles at basketball in the football.
0: Hey, absolutely. Put a little hezy on them, everything like that. 100%, 100% rating. So, but anyway, you know, kind of flash forward, uh, you know, a few years, you know, to your high school days, you know, when did you really start taking football serious? Like, when was kind of the moment when you realized, okay, this can definitely be something I imagine myself doing five to 10 years from now?
1: Um Going into Bosco, I mean, St. John Bosco has been the top three, you know, high school football team in the country for the past 10 years. So, Really, it's like coming into it, I really didn't think I could fit because I came in as a quarterback and they transitioned me receiver. But my freshman year, I had like 18 touchdowns. Like, like it was crazy, like, at receiver. And it was my first year ever playing receiver, and I was really good at it. So I seen a couple of my friends and my teammates, um, Nigel Osborne, Jaleel McLean, Pierce Clarkson. I seen all of them get offers, and it's like I caught up my coach, and I was like, I need one of them offers. Like I, I'm trying to play at the next level. I didn't know you could really feel you know I me. Mean, like do this for real. so. I really started taking it seriously after my freshman year. For
0: hey, no, I got you absolutely. And uh, DJ, DJ wasn't still at Bosco at this time, right? Had he already left for Clemson, or was he still at I, Bosco?
1: He was a senior when I was a freshman.
0: I got you. I got you. So, but, you know, you talked a little bit about Pierce Clarkson, who's Louisville transfer or not transfer, commit one of the top wide receivers in the 2023 class. So growing up around all of those guys, you know, how did that kind of help better yourself? Like, I know you talked about, you know, seeing them get all these offers and everything like that. But for you personally, you know, what are some things you took away from, you know, your time playing with them?
1: Um, Really just watching them grow and watching their successes made me more hungry. Like it wasn't no envy. It wasn't no jealousy involved but it was seeing what they had and me wanting what they had and more for myself for me. Like, yeah, I no, absolutely. See them, I seen them committing. I seen them getting all these offers. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to want that for myself. Cause I want to be at the highest level and I want to play at the highest level. So, so yeah. it made me work even harder. It made me grind. It made me work no on was watching when everyone was watching all, all I was doing was working for it.
0: No, I got you. Absolutely. And definitely being around guys like that. I mean, it's really all you can do and want to do because it kind of boosts you. And like you said, like, you know, why am I not getting the same type of attention? You know, not jealousy, but just, you know, you you want to be able to get to that same position. And also, I know Pierce is a quarterback. I did not mean to say wide receiver. Jalil is the wide receiver, so my really? bad about that. But, but anyway, so, you know, you played three years at Bosco, you know, transfer over, uh, over to uh, Long Beach Poly. But for you, when you look back at your time, you know, at Bosco, You know, what are some things that you take away and you kind of still use to this day? Um, Just
1: the highest level play that you can play in high school football is St. John Bosco or modern day, really. Like, they held everyone up to, like, the highest standard, couldn't really slack around. Everyone's position was up for grabs every week. You know, there wasn't no solidified starters and stuff. Like, and it was really, like, you just gotta be a dog and work harder than everybody else. You know, even if the someone's ahead of you, like you feel me, you still gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Really hard
0: work is what's gonna get you out. Hey, Absolutely. And, you know, you talked a little bit about modern day and everything like that. So for you personally, you know, right. And being in that environment, because, you know, that modern day in uh, St. John Bosco game this year, they were reselling tickets for like $200 a piece. I mean, this is for a high school game, mind you. So for you, when you were actually in that atmosphere and playing in those games, you know, how did that kind of bring, you know, the best version of yourself out? Because, you know, you're playing up against guys that will eventually be playing on Sundays. So for you, You know, how did that kind of help better you as a player as well, going up against the absolute best of the best?
1: I feel like it got me ready for, like, what a college game could be like. I played my junior when we played modern day at home at Bosco. I played, I started two quarters. And, like, in those two quarters, I was dead, like, like, I was amazed. But I was still, like, so locked in. But I could feel myself, like, tensing up. I was so nervous. It was, like. The stands is packed. Everybody out on the street is watching. Everyone's crowded up like like around the whole field. And it's like like I was wide open for a touchdown. I didn't get it. The crowd was just, you know, heavy. Uh, Just the noise and everything going on kind of just felt like surreal. Like I was really like I was really in the college game. Like it was it was tons of pressure, but. I feel like I can handle it now since I've matured and grown, especially in my play style. So I feel like it set me up for like, you know, it was a good starting for college. for So going to Bosco.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're playing in front of dang near 15,000 people at a high school game, I mean, that's something that you can't get anywhere really else in the country. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, we got like Allen and all that here in the state of Texas where I'm from, but definitely just those environments are absolutely insane. So, anyway, enough about Bosco and all that. Let's give a little bit more back to you, Raiden. So, you transferred out to Long Beach Poly and, you know, obviously new transition, new people, new offense, new everything. So, for you, you know, how did you kind of acclimate to Long Beach Poly?
1: Really? Um, I really didn't have to. And that was the thing, you know, that I love most about it is they brought me in. like, Like, they brought me in as if I was their own, like, I was born and raised in Long Beach, but I was going to this private school with all boys. But it's like, I come to this public school. It's like, you know, the family, the culture, like everything is just so welcoming and warm. And they really help you adapt. You know, the main thing I did when I got there, like when I first got there, was just study the playbook. It's the one thing that I had to do because without knowing the playbook, you're not getting in the game, you know, so.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and really it was just, Like the first couple of weeks, I was just the hardest working person because it was like, I came from this high level program to another high level program. But I felt like it was just, I had to do a lot of like, it was a clean slate, you know, for me. And I was, as soon as I joined Long Beach Poly, I felt like I was one of the best players there. And I started working like it, which elevated everyone else's level of work. So really, it was just. It was, it was a good transition, for sure. Like, the coaches were welcoming. The players already knew from, like, you know, social media and stuff. So, we got along real good. Um, Had early connections with uh, my quarterback, Darius Curry. For me, he's the best quarterback in the class of 24, for sure.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, definitely, definitely. So, um, but, Ray, and I also want to ask you, too, you know, if you don't mind, I know you're still going through the season and everything like that. But for you personally, you know, how do you feel like you played during your senior year, I know right now, are you still injured or? Yeah. So I know, so no, unfortunately, you did suffer a pretty severe injury. But for you, Raiden, how do you feel like your senior season's gone so far, though? Outside of
1: it went, it went. I mean, it went everything that I imagined it going. From all the success, all the triumphs, all the touchdowns, all the catches and stuff that I didn't get a score I got in those first five games, and I feel like it was really like, for like I really got what I wanted. But, you know, me being me, I just wanted more. And I feel like if the season wasn't ended short, I I, I could have easily had over 100 yards. I mean, 1,000 yards, like, from the whole season, 10-plus touchdown, because that was my goal. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I'm really proud of how I did, especially my first year, like, starting on varsity. And I lived up to the hype that I created for myself and the name that I created for myself. So it was Hey, <laughs> so- you hey,
0: no, definitely. I mean, there'll be schools that are gonna be looking at you in your film, even from that short five game, you know, slate that you had at Poly. They're still gonna look obviously at your Bosco film and everything like that. And you know, since we are talking a little bit about colleges and everything like that, if you don't mind, you know, Raiden, you know, when did you actually get your first offer? So was it before you came to Poly, or did you get it during your time at Bosco? Yeah, I got it
1: my time at Bosco for like um, it was the offseason and it was a 7-on-7 seven seven tournament and then like I was balling and it was in Arizona so it was like there was Arizona State coaches there and like two days after the tournament I get a call and it's like Arizona State uh, receiver coach uh, he offered me so yeah, that was my first offer I was like 14, 15
0: Dang, so you got at a really young age so for you let me, let me ask you, Ray, you know, getting obviously a Power 5 offer, you know, Arizona, it's only one state over to the right from you. You know, Arizona State, they're a decent program. they produce some pretty good wide receivers. You know, got you got Brandon Ayuk right now with the 49ers. So, for you, personally, how did you feel getting that first ever offer to such, you know, such a big program? I felt,
1: I mean, I was a kid back then. For me, I was worried about, you know, all the social media, like, oh, I got my first offer. For me, like, I was hyped, but it, it really was like, I was hyped for like the first day and after that it just kept like coming like I wanted more. Like I was just a lot more hungry. Like I didn't, you know, stay content, which I've seen most of these high school athletes. They stay content after they get, you know, a certain amount of something. They get 20 plus offers. They are five star. Feel so I me? Mean, they get a big name. They don't work as hard. They're not content. I mean, like, you know, they they just chilling. But for me, it was like, dang, like I really got to get more offers because, you know, I it just showed me that I could really do this for, so
0: yeah, no, absolutely, and you know you did start to get a few more offers and everything like that too. So if you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about some of the other schools that actually offered and showed interest in you.
1: Yeah, um, Midwestern State, Northern Missouri, uh, so Idaho State, um, San Diego State, Sean Mad Love right now, um, still
0: in connections with Oregon for sure. Hey, so so you do got connections to Oregon right now? Yeah. Hey, so so, how would you feel potentially if, you know, you did get offered, so to speak, by Oregon? Like, how how would you feel in that moment? You get that call and they're like, you know what I'm saying? We want you to come to Eugene. Man, <laughs> might as well. But, you know, I can't, you know, I can't, you know. I mean, like,
1: it's my junior school. You know, it's it's been a long time coming. But, you know, it was kind of like a change. Like, like, Oregon was heavy on me and I was talking to them, like, twice a day type stuff and then like all of a sudden like just didn't talk for a while. So it was like, it was just like, I know it was my dream school, but like I could, I could, you know, I could be, you know, well off going somewhere else So like whoever shows the most love in me or shows the most faith in me, I'll go there, you know, it's not really about, you know, Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: You need to do what's going to be best for you for the next three to four years, obviously, because you want to be somewhere where it's a home environment, not necessarily just a – because I look at it also like college football right now. It's kind of like a meat market, you know what I mean? They'll give you all this love right now. And then the second you get on campus, shoot, none of that matters no more. You're just part of the depth chart now. So, But, no, so, Raiden, I'm really excited for you, man. And definitely, you know, do you have any more schools that are kind of showing you some interest right now? I mean, I know you're injured, so unfortunately you're not really able to get as much film out there that you want. But – yeah, so you, know, you talked a little bit about San Diego State, which that's an amazing program, and then Oregon and all that. So is there any other schools that have kind of reached out to?
1: Colorado State, Hawaii. Um, I'm really trying to get you know University of Houston's attention.
0: Hey, okay. Come over, come over to Texas. I got you.
1: Exactly. Sure. So.
0: But no, that's cool though. So I'm glad that you know you already have a you know decent amount of offers already. Obviously, Arizona State being technically the biggest one there, but but, you know, for you, right, and personally, you know, once you're able to fully recover from your injury and everything like that, what's the first thing you're going to do? Like the first thing you're going to be able to do in order to get back to where you were at? Um, Really just take all of my energy
1: that I've been putting into this and put a whole nother universe on top of that to keep working hard. Because really, it's, I've gotten to this point from hard work. I ain't really, you know, I really just do stuff just for the ground. I ain't, you know, do none of that stuff just for social media likes. Like I really did this because, you know, just out of the love for the game. And I really want to, you know, succeed and make it in this or really just work hard. As Soon as I'll be able to step on that field being 100%, I'm gonna be on that field 24 seven, like
0: for no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Not rating, you know, for you two. Even though football's pretty your high school career, at least, and you know it's kind of over, unfortunately, which is always something that sucks. But you know, for you, you still have you know a lot left in your uh, a lot left in your senior year. You know, you got prom and all those things. You know, what are some things you're looking forward to the rest of your year? So, if I get a date, <laughs> prom for sure.
1: Um, really, just being, you know, just finding new people. You know, just being in touch with myself and being you know, here present with my family. That's really like the main thing, just being with my family. Like my sister and my cousins go to Poly too. And I'm just trying to look out for them, you know, you know, until I leave to college.
0: Hey, absolutely I got you that's definitely something I obviously look forward to spend some time with your family because once you do go to college it's gonna be a little bit harder too. but yeah. definitely enjoy these next few months but you know right now I want to keep you I want to keep you on here for too long but I just got a few more questions for you and the uh, next yeah. one I want to ask you is and you know you talked a little bit about it but it's kind of like eh. but um, whether it's past present college football or NFL what players play style do you feel like you resemble the most and why uh, I feel like I Probably
1: NFL-wise, I feel like just Justin Jefferson, for so. Because, okay. you know, just his elusiveness. Like, he's not, you know, the biggest, strongest. That's DK. He's not the fastest. That's Tyreek. But he's just right in between, you know. He can catch well. He can catch in traffic. He can do option routes, which is, you know, like, one of my main things that I'm really good at. Uh, he can get off the press without, you know, really any problems at all, you know. and He's just an overall fluid player. Like there's not really any hiccups in his route running. He doesn't second guess things. Like it just comes natural to him. You feel me? And it, really, to watch him, Odell, you know, I just like Odell's just elusiveness. Like he gets in the open space and he can create separation easily,
0: especially in his early years. That's yeah, he was he's a different breed, man. Especially Crazy. just, especially off the line of scrimmage too, just one, that one-two Hezzy he had and he'd be so, going. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Like my, my move that I made, you know, my nickname Hezzy. So like I oh, made yeah. to go with it. The move was kind of like a combination of like, like that Jerry, Judy, Justin Jefferson, and Odell. I seen them like do like a version of it, but then I just like, I created my own little like kick step with it. Okay, so I got now, you. All the little kids are doing it. And also like college football. I really think I resemble Tank Dale. For sure, Tank Dale. He's,
0: he's a little shorter than me, skinnier than me, and all that. Baby. Oh, yeah, he's – that boy is – and I'm telling you from just the fact of I'm from Texas, so I'm probably one of the few people that I actually know about Tank a little bit. That mm-hmm. man, he plays so damn much. Like, obviously, he's not as quick as Tyreek, but his play style, like, because he loves getting in the middle of the field. Loves yeah. getting in the middle of the field. Like, yeah,
1: considering how small he is, bro, he is fairly Like, he can –
0: like, it's crazy. Hey, I'm telling you, them, them, Florida, them Florida kids, man, they just – they built different <laughs> sort of God. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, nah, so, right – okay, definitely. So, you got Tank Dunn, College is right now balling out at Houston, and then you got uh, Jay Jettis over with the Vikings. So – but the next question I want to ask you is – and it's a little bit different depending on, you know, where you're from and everything like that. But, you know, right before game time, you know, right before you're about to head out of the locker room to get into the tunnel, you know, while you're sitting in your locker, you got your headphones on, AirPods in. What's your go-to pregame hype song and why?
1: Oh
0: <laughs> I actually got it right
1: here. Hold on, let
0: me he already, he already got it set up and everything. I didn't even need the I gotcha. Really?
1: Anything by Youngboy for so young boy.
0: Hey, hey, you know what? That's what's up, because I didn't think I didn't think really y'all West Coast West Coast wise y'all really messed with Youngboy that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we usually
1: Draco the Ruler, uh... Who, who they, the Rio? Like I
0: listen to Young Boy for sure. because hey, you can't go wrong. Hey, how how you been feeling about his past few his past few projects? I mean, they've been, I mean, um, considering he drops about every other damn day. It's been pretty good though.
1: Oh uh, yeah, every you know his latest album made up for thirty eight hundred degrees. I agree, because absolutely. That album, like I, I feel like he just pushed it out just to push it out. Like he's got a whole bunch of unreleased songs, made an album, but he really took his time or really like. Did something with his latest album, for
0: sure. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so you can't go wrong with Young Boy. So, but, but anyway, seriously, Raiden, I appreciate you coming on, man. And for everybody out there that's listening to today's episode, make sure you go show my guys Raiden some love. I'm gonna leave all of his socials, links, everything like that. I'm gonna leave it all down below in the description of today's episode. Raiden, once again, thank you for coming on, man. I'm super excited to see where you end up playing your uh, college football at, man. Seriously, it's gonna be amazing for you. Thank you. Thank you.